0: Listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA Podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Fantasy Alarm or DFS Alarm DFS NBA Podcast. I am James Grande. and no, I am not joined by John and Pemba. John is out uh, gambling his life away in uh, Viva Las Vegas. John, hope you hit it big there, brother. Um, I am, in fact, joined by Ray Kuhn. Uh, Friend of the friend of the alarm, uh, key member of the NBA DFS team, Ray. Uh, not even just that's that's doing you a disservice. A, a key member of Fantasy Alarm in general. You are uh, all over the pages these days, all over the, all the sports. Uh, but right now we're talking about basketball, Ray. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Happy to be here.
1: Yeah, I think I'm across football, baseball, obviously DFS hoops, and we we're talking before started recording here i'm pretty sure i have come up to the cover curse whenever i do the playbook in the court <laughs> plays so i'm thinking maybe either i put it up to a discord vote the next time i'm on the playbook or we just go the other way and say i'm not on this guy tonight i'm not playing him but i'm gonna put him on the cover of the playbook anyway <laughs> and try some reverse engineering so we'll see what happens yeah i think
0: i think uh you know you know, sometimes curses need to be broken, um, and uh, maybe that's a, maybe uh, that could be uh, a good strategy. Uh, Ray, 11 freaking games here on Wednesday. Um, ton of news, uh, mainly because COVID is, once again, sweeping through the league. It's sweeping through all sports, sweeping through all um, shapes of life right now. Um, but we have a lot of uh, guys in and out, uh, with most notably, as of about an hour ago, two hours ago, Giannis Antetokounmpo ruled out Placing in the protocols. Um, he, he, among many other players uh, injured or with COVID, are going to be out tomorrow. I, I think it'd be too long of a list for us to run them down. Um, so I'll shift my focus to Vegas. I only, I only see one total. For tomorrow, they have eleven games. I think if that shows you, because we are recording um, Tuesday evening, if that doesn't tell you all you need to know, that at ten o'clock Eastern Standard, there is one total of eleven games. Uh, We're in for a treat here on Wednesday, Ray. (laughs) I mean, I guess you can call it that, but (laughs) I mean, for now there's eleven
1: games. I mean, Tuesday there's supposed to be four games. We ended up with three. I mean, I. I don't I mean, I could be wrong, but it doesn't look like anything's on the verge of being canceled or postponed for Wednesday. But I mean, I think it's gonna it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, hopefully we get the news earlier than later in the day or right. continue to get news Tuesday night. But I mean there's gonna be I mean, eleven games so you have a lot of options to begin with, and then you have some injuries. So I mean I think there's going to be it's, it's going to be a wild wild DFS night and there's hopefully going to be a ton of value out there.
0: Yeah, especially I don't think anything's going to be canceled or close to if uh, if the Brooklyn uh, if the Brooklyn team can go out there with eight, I think uh, a lot of other teams uh, will too if that uh, is the case. Now let's let's kick us let's kick things off at the point guard position. We know Luka Doncic is going to be out. Um, Above 10k, we are looking at DraftKings per usual. Um, Ray is a DraftKings guy as well. Um, Over 10k, Trey Young, Russell Westbrook, Dejounte Murray. Any of those three guys pique your interest, Ray? I mean, I think I mean Young's the most expensive, but I think he kind of I think he kind
1: of has to. I mean. Mm He put up 41, granted it was against Houston, but, I mean, he put up 41 against Houston, 31 the night before. He's starting to score, but for me, it's not necessarily that. I mean, I know he's averaging 9.4 assists a game, but after he got 9 against Houston, before that, I think it was five straight games where he was in double digits. So, I mean, for me, the assists kind of give him a little bit of a floor. He's scoring a ton. Atlanta's a little bit shorthanded as well, and I like the matchup against Orlando. So obviously, Young Westbrook is, Westbrook's tough for me this year. I mean, there's the three guys on the Lakers you don't know right. what their statuses ultimately are going to be. Westbrook for me over 10K is GPP only if you want to get if you want to get a little contrarian. But I think on tonight's sleep, you don't need to. And Murray at Murray at 10 three, even though I like the matchup against Sacramento, it's getting to the point where he's a little expensive for me.
0: Charlotte, but yeah,
1: point, point the same. They both suck defensively. Yeah, Char- um, yeah, Charlotte, I don't know what I'm looking at. that's saw that
0: I say the yeah. <laughs> I suck. No worries, no worries. Um, uh, DeJounte, 9-3 over on Fandle. Super appealing there. Um, I think the matchup is super good against Charlotte. Uh, I think you're spot on with Trey and you're spot on with Westbrook. I have a slight disagreement with Murray. Um, I do think the price is getting up there, but I do think... Uh, this matchup against Charlotte, they're dead last in uh, defensive rating over the last two weeks. Uh, with all these COVID issues, they're they're just very bad defensively. I think uh, this is a spot Murray can um, take advantage of. But I lar- I mean I largely agree. Ten um, three is not a price tag that we are accustomed to see. Um, exactly. At the, at the next tier, um, Damian Lillard, I think right now at ten near ten k, I think second leg of back to back, he's a tournament play only. So let's move down. We have some interesting names here in this like upper mid tier: Shea Gilders Alexander, 8,800; Cole Anthony, 8,400; Kyle Lowry, 81; De'Aaron Fox, 8,000. Truthfully, uh, I'm probably not going to pay 88 for SGA. Uh, Cole Anthony, I think, is getting up there. Tournaments for me, uh, and I think Kyle Lowry is where my interest would uh, start there. Yeah, Lowry's, a solid, Lowry's solid for me,
1: but he's more he's more cash. I don't know yep. that I see the upside with Lowry Agreed. than Agreed. with, like, an SGA. I mean, again, I'm not sure that I'm running out to play SGA at that price, but the upside there is more than what we're going to get from a Lowry. Anthony could be interesting. I mean, granted, it, Atlanta does defend point pretty well, but Anthony could be interesting if it gets into a battle where he's trying to go back and forth with Young. Right, offensively, but I but ultimately, if it if it's one-on-one, he's going to lose offensively. He doesn't have the chops, and again, it's more... Like, I see it if you want to target that, but it's gonna, going to ultimately end up being more of a fade for me because, like, Murray's getting to territory that I'm not necessarily too keen on.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, I definitely think it's a little uncomfortable, 8400. Um, I, I will say the Lowry thing, just... Um, Tyler Hero listed questionable... Butler out, Bam out, Caleb Martin out. Um, you know, Philly might be without Embiid, so less room protection than normal. Uh, just just a thought. I mean, I, I agree, t- generally more cashy than it is the tournament play, but um, I do see a little upside, especially if uh, they are also without Hero. It's literally the Lowry show, and that's going to be it. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, he took 21 shots a few games ago, 16. On month 16 on Monday, against Cleveland. So, I mean, yeah, I, I get that narrative. He gets a double-digit assist, too, yeah. But, like, I don't see him hitting the 50-point yeah.
0: mark, fantasy-point yeah. mark, where the other guys... I see it a little more. Fair. Um, and it doesn't... all. it ultimately doesn't matter because, Ray, Drew Holiday, $7,500. Um, no Giannis. Potentially no Chris Middleton. Um... Probably one of the chalkier plays of the slate. I agree. I
1: completely. Yeah, I can't. I can't not that. I mean, his prices come down even if you, even like a week ago it was eighty five hundred, now it's seventy five hundred. Right. So yeah, and then with Jonas out, so me up for that.
0: Um, yeah, I think he is one of the first people we're plugging into our cash games and you know all formats honestly. Uh, and on the flip side. You know Malcolm Brogdon, good tournament play, but I think tournaments only um, there. I, and I guess I guess my next question is, if you're fading Holiday, right? Uh, I think there's a couple names at this next year that are quite interesting. Um, Reggie Jackson, yes, he gets Utah, but potentially no Paul George this is questionable. Jalen Brunson, who again only played 25 minutes, but his team was, a, I mean. The the 24 point win wasn't even indicative of what that game was. It was 30 uh, going into the fourth quarter. They didn't need Jalen Brunson for much uh, in the fourth. And Lucas, there's no Luca. And then maybe the biggest possibility, uh, like kind of sleeper here, is Tyrese Maxey, who could be once again without Joel Embiid after um, Doc Rivers, who has turned into the worst. When it comes to news and s- surprise scratches and whatnot, um, if Embiid sits, I think Maxi's interesting. So, between uh, Brunson, Maxi, and Reggie Jackson, do any of those three guys pique your interest? All three of them do. I mean, Maxi's the
1: cheapest. Right. And 100% to your point, if Embiid is out, I like, Ma- like Maxi more. I think Maxi has a little more upside than the other two. Jackson's mm-hmm. more of a one-dimensional guy, but I think with George out, he's he's go, he's, go, he's going to be shooting the ball a ton. Right. So, and that, I mean, we have no Vegas, but I'm thinking that's going to be a high-scoring game. Those two teams, the way Utah likes to shoot. So, I like Jackson. Brunson, I think, is a solid play. It's getting, now with Donkic still, still out, it's getting to the point where his price is starting to rise a little bit, where, I mean, it went from 5800 to 6700 to me that's a little aggressive and I'm going to kind of say hey maybe we'll take a step back here but there's another guy that you did not mention which if we want to if I'm less on Murray than you are if you want to go after Charlotte you can go, go after Derek White okay um I
0: like that and I I like try John and I have like tried to keep it like, the multi-position eligibility makes it weird when we're, like, talking about players and, like, you're skipping players because you're trying to talk about them at the next position. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I mean, three of the last four games, he's got over 40 fantasy points. And, and you've were talking. you been talking about upside throughout this whole position. 57, at, and he has 70. He's only 7,200. So, um, I 100% agree on Derek White. Uh, I think the Spurs are actually... This is probably, like, my favorite... Sp- slate of the year to play the Spurs so far. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, I know
1: he's listed point guard shooting guard. I mean, again, it's all over the place on draft oh. on most of these sites. <laughs> on
0: all the sites, right.
1: But yeah, exactly. He's he's been scoring a ton lately. So, if you so if you want to get a piece piece of that
0: matchup there, yeah. I I kind of like white. Let's uh, dip our toes into the value tier. Um, for a second, and I'm looking at value, and I don't know about you, um, a couple names stick out to me, Um, Patrick Beverly, 4,900, back over 30 minutes a game, uh, back into, like, fantasy relevance, really, Um, 23, 27 fantasy points in two straight, he's only been playing for three games uh, since the return of his injury, a two-week layoff, 21 fantasy points or more in all three, Uh, I think he's in play. Um, You know, Miami is going to keep running Gabe Vincent out there. And he's going to keep playing 30 minutes. And if Tyler Hero's out, he's probably going to – that's probably going to even maximize him even more. Um, I think he's in play. uh, What else am I missing here um, at the point guard position? Am I missing value? Um, Because I don't love this value tier outside of those two guys. I'm with I'm with you on Beverly, Vincent. Yeah, I get it
1: on I get it on the minutes, and depending on how many of those guys are out, I don't want to get crazy on the position here again because this guy's eligible both guard. If you want to look at Armani Brooks,
0: Mm, that's that's a good point. Um, I don't think he started the last game, and DJ Augustine had like the best game he's played in like. Sometime, yeah. um obviously, not telling anyone to point chase with DJ Augustine, not what I'm doing. Um, but I guess worth noting that if Augustine gets hot again, like does it comes at the expense of Brooks. I
1: mean, Brooks was, I mean, Brooks was cold. against Atlanta. He had the calf injury. He still played second half. Two of nine from the field, two of seven from three. He had double-digit shot attempts to three games prior. He hit thirty DK points in each in each of those three games. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Augustine's a problem, but if you want to live in that tier, I'm okay with that. I mean, on the other side, Ricky Rubio has been kind of five K on DraftKings. He'll hit five six six value. Yep. Nothing, nothing special, but gets the job done. I mean, 11 game
0: slate. I don't want to really go hunting. Yeah, hard for guys. Agreed. Um, Anthony Simons. I'll throw him out there. Uh, we haven't seen. We haven't seen what happens because uh, we are recording before that game tips. Um, but he took 20 shots on Monday. Uh, Monday, Monday, yeah, Monday Sunday. Sunday. Sunday took 20. I don't know what day it is anymore. Took 20 <laughs> shots on Sunday with McCullum out, 30 minutes. So uh, I think he's worth a flyer, too. Let's move on to shooting guard, um, where Paul George listed questionable. Um, so the tier really starts Brandon Ingram up here. And Brandon Ingram is in quite a good rhythm right now. Um, definitely think he's in play. Uh, and then uh, Donovan Mitchell, who might not have to face Paul George. Those are the only two guys over nine k at shooting guard. Do you like one? Do you like both? Do you dislike both, and would you rather just spend out of the position? Like, what, what's your take on Ingram and Mitchell here, Ray? Right? I like I like Ingram here. I mean, Ingram.
1: I feel like he's one of those guys where whenever I end up playing him, is the game that we get that's the down game. But <laughs> he's been, but he's been, it, he's been in the zone lately. Mm-hmm. He's been in the match, like you said, matchup is good. He's been in the zone. He's been over fifty dK points, three out of the last six games, I think, three out of the last five games. So I mean he I mean he's really the only game in town. so i'm I'm good with him. Mitchell's essentially same price. I'm not not as keen on Mitchell, honestly. Like I feel like he's been good, but he's been more of just a score. He gets few assists here and there. I think Ingram's playing it a little bit of, better level right now they're essentially the same price
0: yeah um better matchup for ingram too uh clippers place clippers are not like they're a good defensive team okc is not um so i agree with ingram um john and i've been talking about this bradley beal thing for uh, a couple slates now Um, since the price got below 9k we don't play him really because he just hasn't been the same guy Um, I don't know if you have a different feeling. It is a great matchup with the Kings, Um, and the price tag is still not something that we're like we're used to seeing Beal over nine K. So I guess my question to you is like, where do you sit on the side of the fence with Bradley Beal? Are you going to play him in this matchup, or is it like you're like John and I keep saying it's like, yeah, the price is great, but like when do we get the upside?
1: Exactly in an eleven game slate. I like the price, but at eighty five hundred, it's still not cheap. Right, and I don't know that I'm chasing it. I mean, this is GPP only, but right. I don't know that I'm chasing it.
0: Fair. Uh, I think it's very, very well said for the uh, the amount of words you we just need to say. Like, it's, we don't need I, to really chase. I mean, I mean, if it's a three four
1: game slate, then yeah, you know, I'll throw them into GPP. But eleven game slate, I'm good.
0: What are we doing with Charlotte? Um, Terry Rozier returned 33 minutes after being in COVID protocols. Um, he looked decent. Um, it's a good matchup. It's a good game environment. Um, we have Kelly Oubre, who's 8,200. He still played a bunch of minutes, but he, you know, 33 fantasy points was is obviously disappointing at, at his 8K plus price tag. Um, and then Cody Martin, uh, still 30 minutes, but, Really took a hit uh, in terms of fantasy production. Do you have any interest in any of the three? And if so, who who are we looking at here? I'm
1: looking at Rozier. I mean, Ubray yeah. did it. Oubre's price is up because of what he did when Rozier and Martin were out. Yep, they're both back now. Rozier's a thousand dollars cheaper. Going to be his second game. If you want to get a piece of this matchup, which I'm all for. I'm I'm going to go to the
0: Rozier side. I'm with you. Uh, I agree. I think he's probably my favorite play from Charlotte uh, on this entire slate. But uh, I guess that remains to be seen as, as we break down the rest of the slate. Um, who else are you looking at here, Ray? Um, 6K or below? I mean, Tim Hardaway looked pretty good without Luca. Again, uh, there was a lot of uh, blowout involved there in 27 minutes, probably 30 plus uh, if that game stays more competitive. Um, Luke Kennard. Looked really good um, without Paul George, and there's obviously the chance that that happens again. Paul George listens is questionable. Uh, where else we got? Like, who who else has uh, caught your eye under, let's say, six k?
1: Yeah, Kennard, no George. Connington
0: is interesting at five k. So I wanna, I wanna. So I didn't mention him. Thoughts on Dante Divincenzo making his return? Do you think that uh, he's expected to make his return Wednesday? Um, does that hinder your like like for Connaughton? Because I was thinking about Connaughton, too, because there's no Giannis. But does does Divincenzo's return kind of cl- like cl- muddy that up a little bit?
1: If there's no
0: Middleton, Middleton
1: also, yeah, sure. Then that's true. I th- then I think we don't need to worry. Yep, because DiVincenzo's the- Di probably limited anyway. I- exactly. I mean. I think maybe he like what I mean do we think he's going
0: to play more than 15 or 20 minutes that's a no, question. No, I I don't um because it's he's been gone for so like he's been out for so long. I just think it's worth mentioning that he's going like when he's healthy he's start like he's No, I,
1: yeah, no I agree.
0: So I just um I guess he was playing in the G League, right? So conditioning may not be as bad as we think. And if, you know, could, I mean, they might need it. It's like Wesley Matthews in the protocol. Um, He's out. Giannis is out. Middleton possibly out. So I don't know. I agree um, that if Middleton's out, Connaughton's firmly in play, but I just wanted to bring it to our attention that DiVincenzo was returning. Yeah, no, that, that is a good point to make. Um, anything else below 5k? Um, Duarte, uh, Duarte at 48. Duarte, I'm I'm not like, I haven't been like, he is a, definitely a GPP play because the shot needs to be falling for him to um, be really effective. Uh, but definitely a tournament play. Um I would say Isaac Okoro has been pretty good. Last couple games, at least scoring the basketball. He's been very good scoring the basketball. Uh, 16, 20, 18, but it's like, do we, it's a good pace of spot too. I, I, I don't hate this spot for a Coral $4,200. Duncan Robinson, 44, the shot's falling. Yep, and you know what you know what I say about Duncan Robinson, Ray, And I, my theory wasn't great last time out. Um, he is a road warrior. He got this new contract. And he cannot shoot the ball at home. He's shooting thirty-one percent from the floor at home, twenty-seven percent from three. Um, those are bad numbers. Uh, newsflash: those are those are bad numbers. Um, but forty-two on the road, and then thirty-eight percent from three uh, on the road as well. You know, twenty-four fantasy points on the road per game, sixteen at home. And we get D-Rob on the road here, so maybe uh, I, I can I could buy back in. He was 5% uh, rostered on Monday. So I suspect him to be probably 5% once again. So good good tournament play there, right? Good tournament play.
1: And I think maybe my favorite, if we're going to go, again, based on shooting guard being the, prime, the first position listed, Terrence Ross at 4,100.
0: Yeah, he's been good, man. They're, like, putting him back in and uh, – He's just a bucket. I think that's the one thing that never leave Terrence Ross. Like, he is a bucket. Um, he has a 50-point game on his resume back in Toronto uh, way back when. Um, and he just knows how to score. So, I'm with you. Uh, 4,100. Uh, more expensive than the starter in Gary Harris, but, I mean, <laughs> also warranted. Uh, I mean, I, 33 minutes less game, so. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm with you. I think that – um He's actually a great play. Uh, and I, I think him, Cam Reddish, off his minutes restriction uh, under 4K in on the flip side of this game is a good play. Um, and then I think it depends on what happens with Seth Curry because uh, he sat last game, was limited, and then we saw uh, Furkan Korkmaz start and play 32 minutes, 24 fantasy points. I think uh, Korkmaz would be someone on the radar if uh, Seth Curry sat once again. Yeah. I agree with that. Let's move over to Small Forward, shall we? Where, uh, you know, a lot of multi-position eligible players that we've already mentioned at the top. Um, so the first guy that we haven't mentioned, uh, we can just start with Charlotte. Uh, and we already mentioned Oubre. Uh, but how about Bridges and Hayward? Any thoughts on either of those two guys? I like Bridges
1: a little more than Hayward. I think he ha- I think he has a little more pop, maybe... He needs a little more pop, a little more floor. I mean, he scored seven points the other night, and he still put up 27 and a half DraftKings points. So I kind of like that out of Bridges, but 8,100, Hayward, 7,400. I'm not sure that I'm really feeling playing either of them here. I think if I'm going to spend up as a position, I mean, again, there's a lot of multi eligibility guys. Maybe, I mean, even Anthony Edwards, too. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, I'm not digging Anthony Edwards at 80. At eighty three hundred, I think this is going to be where I hunt for the value.
0: Unless, uh, let me ask you this then: if if Chris Middleton plays, what's our interest level in Chris Middleton knowing that Giannis is already out?
1: Then uh, I think that's a different story. Then
0: right. <laughs> well, is he okay? Follow up question to that. Uh, more of a priority if you have seventy five hundred dollars on draftkings util spot, more of a priority to you, Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. Holiday. okay. i I kind of agree especially coming off the knee with Middleton, uh, especially going into the the game with a sore knee. I think there's obviously uh, a chance that you know that's an issue, right? moving forward. So uh, I agree. Let's uh, move down the list to the mid-tier. Will Barton listed as questionable. Um, I don't think we need to spend the 1600 for Will Barton. Um, Josh Giddy, I think he's too expensive at $67. Yes. Uh, Cody Martin's too expensive. We already mentioned that. Dylan Brooks, um, still no John Morant. And the leading usage uh, member of Memphis, the clubhouse leader here, is drumroll please Dylan Brooks? Um he was really good the other day and only had to play 27 minutes due to the blowout. Uh thoughts on Dylan Brooks cash tournaments? Like what are your feelings on Brooks
1: here? You want you want to follow the, the usage on Brooks. So that checks the first box. And I mean he's been he's been scoring lately. We know he's he's going to get playing time. I think it's a fair price. So it's not really going to hurt you too much. He gets Portland, going to be on the second half of a back-to-back, so that that helps as well.
0: Yeah, um, I like Brooks a lot. Uh, I like Franz Wagner, who just continues to put up six – or puts up 30-plus fantasy points seemingly every night. There's no, like – he hasn't given us, like, a tremendous ceiling, but 30-plus fantasy points has been good. Um, Josh Hart's been really good lately, averaging 35 fantasy points over his last three – um, and then we get to this, like, 5K tier where Harrison Barnes, for whatever reason, was, like, super chalky the other day. He's fallen off an absolute cliff after his uh, dominant start of the year. I love the Clippers outside of Paul George. Like, I love Marcus Morris, the player. I love Terrence Mann, the player. Is it... Plausible to want to play them against Utah if there is no Paul George.
1: I mean, at the price, I could almost make the argument to say you want to play Morris, even if George plays. Right. I can live with. I can live with it. But I think if
0: George doesn't play, then definitely, hundred percent. Well, I guess does the game can if Paul George doesn't play, can the Clippers keep it close in Utah? Cause then I think it's a different story. Cause then I don't know if I would love them as much, just because I, like Utah is so good. They are so yeah. so good. I mean I think
1: more, but I think it I think at least through the first half, Morris is going to do enough to make it interesting. Okay. I mean I don't know. I mean he obviously needs to do more than the two points that he scored in twenty four minutes <laughs> against Orlando. But I mean, whatever. He still took nine shots. So I mean, he gets a few of those shots to fall, and you're still, and you're probably looking at five X. So okay, seems fair. Um, so so I mean, so I mean, it's it's one it's one of those things because George plays games more competitive. Right. George doesn't play more. Takes more shots. But again, I think at this price, I I I, I think it works from a lineup perspective. I mean, it's crazy. His price went up eight hundred bucks bit off of the last game, but I mean, it was a 41 DK point game.
0: Right. Um, I think it would be a definite tournament only play for me uh, if Paul George sat, uh, but I think a viable one at that. What do we think below uh, 5K, Ray? Anything uh, jumping out at you under 5K?
1: I mean, again, we're recording before the
0: Portland game. This year, four little
1: 4,300 mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. Starting, starting now.
0: That's no, so your little.
1: So, Been so, starting so I, the last couple games. So I like that again, guys. We t- we have Ross and Okoro, two guys that we talked about at shooting guard. They're also eligible here, so you could move them over to get your value if you're going to not pay up for small forward. Cam Ridus again, same idea. Um, Danny Green, three thousand six hundred. If Curry doesn't play, eh. I don't love that, but it's cheap.
0: Yeah, Danny uh, Green. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather probably just play Corkmass, truthfully.
1: I mean, <sighs> Garrison Matthews. It's a little more expensive now, forty seven hundred. dollars nah, I don't think. I, 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 don't, I don't think. Yeah, no. I
0: don't. Yeah, this tier stinks.
1: Just say it. Just say it. This tier stinks. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. I
0: don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't love any of that really. Yeah, we don't need to force it. I. I, I think um, we're good to move on to power forward. Where we have. Uh, oh, we have a position change, and I don't understand why this is it, but LeBron James is now power forward only on DraftKings. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Uh, well, the two top power forwards are LeBron James, 11-1, and Anthony Davis, 10-4. Uh, give me your thoughts on those two Lakers.
1: Of those two, I... I take James over Davis. I mean, Davis. Is, James is probably playing the best basketball we've seen all season, and maybe for most of last season also. I was on him Sunday when I did the playbook, and he put up sixty-eight DK points. I mean, again, it's James, so I don't think I get a victory get to take a victory lap on <laughs> on saying, "Oh, LeBron James is good." But let, let, let me tell you to play him because he's LeBron James. But I mean, I think he's. I think. the way he's playing right now I'm going to probably ride him Davis is dealing more with injuries than James is so I mean again the knee 37 DK points less game against Memphis I'm a little more concerned there so probably a fade for me and I go James
0: yeah and the thing about LeBron lately nobody's playing the guy like, it doesn't matter what his price has been. It doesn't matter how good of a spot it's been. It doesn't matter anything. Uh, nobody plays him. He's always cheap, or he's always low-rostered. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you on on LeBron. Uh, no interest in Anthony Davis over 10K right now. Uh, next year we have Sabonis going up against the giannis Bucks. We have Porzingis playing without Luka Doncic. Um... And those are our two over-8K guys we mentioned, Miles Bridges. Uh, thoughts on Sabonis and Parzingas here? I feel like Sabonis is one of those guys that, like,
1: last year, I feel like we were all over him, and this year it's kind of like, I don't know, he's kind of just there. I mean, he's yep. averaging 43 draft 6 points a game, 18.6 points, 11.9 rebounds. Not bad. 9,500 is a decent price, but I feel like I don't know. It's just one of those guys that I don't find myself gravitating towards the bonus much this year. And I think power forward position, I think I'm going to either go up to LeBron or then down a little bit to KP and leave Sabonis out. And I don't know if that's necessarily the right move.
0: I agree. I think this – we talk about this all the time with Sabonis. like every so often, every couple of weeks, he's going to pop. He's going to give you 60. You're going to be happy. Um, and then the rest of the time, he's just going to be a player that probably shouldn't be priced over 9K. Um, and so I'm just, like you just said, I'm just going to pivot to Porzingis in that case. Um, where else are we looking here, Power Forward? Um, I would love to play Evan Mobley. popped up in the injury report. Currently is questionable, and DraftKings doesn't have it updated, but... Uh, Uh, I did see that come across the wire. Um, Jaron Jackson jr. Returned from injury. Um, he's now put up 35 fancy points or more in three straight games. Um, PJ Washington, 6k. Wasn't great with the return of everyone. Uh, probably don't need to go there. Like where else, where else at power 40 looking, right? I mean, up and down the position, um, where are we taking a look at? I actually don't love the position, uh, that much I like the. I think I like the value tier
1: the best. I like I like Wendell Carter a little bit. Seventy five hundred. The price is getting again. It's one of those guys where the price is starting to climb a little uh, bit. But I, I, yeah, I,
0: the...
1: I I've been liking him. I liked him a lot more six k range. Yep. So I mean, now that the price is starting to jump a little bit, I mean, again, he continues to go over over thirty DK points. He's averaging double double, but seventy
0: five hundred. Don't love the price. I mean, I guess I I forgot – I'd be remiss to say, not mention Toby if Embiid doesn't play. We're not playing Toby if Embiid plays, but if Embiid doesn't play, we could probably play. I know he was really bad last game, but, um, I mean, this is a very good basketball player, uh, and he'll have the reins to the team. So, I think Toby, if Embiid sits, would be very viable.
1: It's still more – he's still more of a cash guy for me. I mean, I feel feel like whenever – when they have when they had all those guys at beginning of the year when Embiid was out, like I feel like Harris is consistent. He does well, but he never really strays from that like forty or so DK point range. That even if I'm looking at somebody like Wendell Carter, like okay, fine, he might get a few less points than Harris. Carter to me, I could like I could see a path towards him getting forty-five to fifty. And with Harris, I haven't really seen that this year so it's just one of those guys that right or wrong in the gpp i usually just low past.
0: okay um i don't hate that either um because i agree also the one thing i will say in his defense price tag was definitely higher earlier in the year over the 8k range um i do like the price tag right now but um i largely agree um in the value tier um, Larry Nance starting for Portland these days I think is interesting. Um, Danilo Gallinari still playing a bunch of minutes. Under 5K, I think he's fine. Um, Alperen Sangoon has been someone I was really high on coming into the year. Um, the minutes are creeping up for him. 23-25 last two games. The fantasy points, uh, 38-30 for Sangun. Um, And then Marvin Bagley didn't start. Got trolled. He starts, then he gets taken out of the starting lineup, then he plays 26 minutes anyway with a double-double. Um, I think those three guys, Nance, Sengun, Bagley, are are pretty solid value options
1: here. 100% for me. I mean, Nance, I kind of want to see what he does Tuesday night, but the way he's been performing, I'm on board with that. And Sengun and Bagley for sure. Those are probably the two that I would have at the top of my list.
0: Let's uh, finish this one off over at the center. Um to Jokic or not to Jokic? And I think the answer is always to Jokic. Um, because he in a game he was ejected in, he had 28, 19, 9, a block, three steals, uh, and 73 fantasy points. Uh, this is this he is an unfair human being. Um we are not worthy of Nikola Jokic. One hundred percent. I think you kind of. <laughs> I think you kind of have to.
1: I mean, we just went over some nice value power forward position. I think there's enough value that you can find over at small forward slash shooting guard. So I think, yeah, pay up for Jokic. You know, if you want to pair Jokic with LeBron and then go cheap elsewhere, or pay, pair Jokic with. One of the point guards, like a Trey Young, start your build that way, 100%.
0: On the flip side, I don't think we go Towns over 10K. I don't think we need to go there. I don't think we want to play and beat 11K if um, if he's active, but you can. Um, where else are we looking here, Ray? Uh, Gobert is interesting, but the price tag is not great. Jared Allen, probably this next tier. It's probably the Allen, Capella, Bobby Portis tier because – um we know Bobby Portis is gonna be playing without uh Yannis and Tenacupo.
1: Yes, or or Jacob Poidl as well. If I said yeah. that if I if I said that right again going against Charlotte. Jakob Jakob Purtle.
0: Yes. I know. Uh, no no R, but like I yeah, I know. Uh only yeah. Austrian born <laughs> only Austrian born player in the NBA right now. Jakob Pertle. And I I know that because uh well I, I knew that because um my fiance's my fiance had a foreign exchange student in high school, uh, way back when, and uh, she was from Austria and she always would talk about Jakob Pertl. So uh the more you know, the more useless information you know, you know. Um yeah, definitely think Pertle in, in the premier spot against centers against Charlotte. That is like the best spot on the board for centers. Um I think him and Portis stand out like sore thumbs, especially without Giannis. Um and then it's a bunch of like tournament guys. Um, Obama tournaments, Miles Turner tournaments. Um, Rashawn Holmes is doubtful, so you know that just uh betters our love for Marvin Bagley. Um, Dwayne Deadman, you know, tournaments, Steven Adams tournaments. Um, who, who am I missing here? Anyone else like as. I mean, if if all that to come down to forty seven hundred to see Andre Drummond here, <laughs> if there's no Embiid, right? Like exactly, exactly. I mean, and this is a situation where there's
1: no Embiid. You can play Drummond at tell, still get get Jokic in there. I'm fine with that. Or if you want it, or if you want to say, all right, yeah, I'm not paying for Jokic, but. And be to that, and I want to capitalize on Drummond. Knock yourself out there, or go after some of the power forward guys we were talking about before. Right. Nansen Singson, throw them in at center. So I think, I think that's probably where I'd look to take that. I mean, four K Isaiah Hartenstein. Yep. If you know, turn tournament... Abaka's
0: out. Abaka's out. So I mean, he's gonna play.
1: So I'm with you there. I think it's a good. I think that's a good call. Especially if it gets. Especially if it gets ugly there. Mm-hmm. I I look at that value. I mean, on the other side, thirty-six hundred, white side, put up forty-four points in twenty <laughs> minutes the other night. He's crazy
0: he is crazy.
1: So I mean, uh, he hit thirty-three the night before in fifteen minutes. So, I mean, if you want to throw a dart at him, I'm okay with that. Yeah, when Powell starts. But no, no, no. There. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Oh, the pain. The pain. Two fantasy um, points the other night. <laughs> oh, God. He is, he is something. Um, Honestly, I think you nailed it with Hartenstein and Whiteside. And I think we don't need I don't think we need to venture into the depths of the, the rest of this position. It gets it gets ugly fast.
1: Yes, it does and, and looking at the projected starting lineups and looking at the starting lineups, it taunts you a little bit with some of those guys. Like Robinson Earl, Powell, it taunts you a little
0: bit. And it's like, no, no, stay away. No, stay yeah. Uh, <laughs> please, please stay away. Um, all right, man. Well I think that's it. Uh thank you for joining uh the pod and looking forward to have you on again. If as long as you uh would like to come back on and as long as it you were having as long as you were having fun. It's that, yeah, it was a lot of fun tonight. Um, eleven game slate. I think I am on the playbook. Um, I wish I had. See, not prepared. I. I wish I had the schedule in front of me. I could like. I. I, I have the showdown. Uh, Ray is on the showdown slate. Um, we got. Uh, oh, I do. I do have it saved. Uh, Ray in the showdown. Fancy in the starting five. Adam Rones on the value ball, and uh, obviously Ray and I on the podcast. So. Um, Again, big shout-out to Ray. Um, Shout-out to John for losing all the money at the Crafts table tonight. And uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. All right, guys. Some good lineups.